morning. It's Monday, February 7th. And we're looking at quite a bit of data that came over over the weekend. Uh, this morning, Bank of, the biggest one was Bank of America announced they're expecting seven rate hikes this year. Again, I didn't misspeak. That's seven rate hikes this year. Um, it's quite a bit, considering that they were thinking at the beginning of the year there might be three. Uh, essentially, inflation's out of control. The biggest question is going to be um, with Europe and other countries pushing money into the market, meaning that their quantitative uh, spending is continuing. Uh, so with Europe putting more money in, uh, leaving the rates at zero or negative, one or the other, and the U.S. essentially going for seven rate hikes along with um, quantitative easing, meaning they're going to be pulling money out of the market, maybe lowering that that Fed balance sheet, will the market be able to accept this? Well, essentially, you've got small caps down 18%, the NASDAQ down about 10 year to date. Um, is it a time to get in? I don't think that you can time the market. Do I think March is going to be similar to um, some of the things that we've seen over the past um, year or so? Maybe. Um, it, it, it very well likely is going to be similar to what we've seen where you're seeing huge dips and then uh huge recoveries so we've just gone through quite a quite a first week in february um i i'm not up year to date i still haven't recovered from january but what are we looking at today today's news peloton is up um let's look at it in active trader pro um Peloton is up at 32. It was at 33 earlier, but it's at 32 right now. It closed Friday at 24. The rumor is that Amazon and Nike, uh, in particular, looking at purchasing Peloton. I don't know why either one of those companies would look to buy Peloton. Essentially, what you've got with Peloton is you've got um, what most people do consider a um, stay-at-home play. Um, the bike, if you don't know, is about $2,000 to $2,500. Uh, they had to slow down production of those bikes and the treadmills um, in order to not overstock themselves. Um, they have a glut of, of bikes and treadmills in their warehouse, so they slowed production. Um, that means... These things essentially are peaks of technology that as they sit in um, warehouses, they lose money. So this isn't a good thing for Peloton. It, it's not a good thing um, to overestimate your supply. Come out right before earnings. Again, their, their earnings, I think, is on Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, let's look at them in active, in, I'm sorry, TrendSpider. Um, so we look, and I'll post this chart on the Medium blog as well. There is quite a bit of downturn. Essentially, there's been one, two, three, um, four likely fakeouts um, in the algorithm since their last earnings. Their last earnings was on November 4th. Um, they missed. They lowered guidance. There is a huge gap between 84 and 62. I don't think it's getting back up there anytime soon. 
when you look at the death cross that happened on this one, it was around uh, September 17th or so, where the 50-day crossed under the uh, 200-day. When I look at that one, that was the last time. That was an indication, hey, get out. Uh, essentially, it slid down from 100 down to about 20. Um, their 52-week low is 22-81 on the 28th of January. A lot of eights, a lot of twos there. But essentially, there, there's no guidance here in the technicals that you should buy. It's still kind of a horrible, horrible tape. But if they do have some type of takeover, my guess is that this comes out to be somewhere in the neighborhood of $35 to $40 as a buy point on a, um, on a purchase. Uh, if it's a, a, a merger, I don't know why Amazon would want it. Amazon could essentially create their own Peloton with a, a third party supplier and, and call it an Amazon bike. Um, they have the ability to create an exercise app, which they haven't done. Uh, which Peloton has. I do like Peloton's uh, app. I do. I really do. I went, um, I, I think I said last week, I switched from the Peloton app to uh, Apple Fitness. And the reason was because I get three free months on Apple Fitness. So I'm trying it. I think it's interchangeable. If you have the bike, it's not interchangeable. What was interesting this morning is one of the announcers on CNBC, Becky Quick, she announced she has a Peloton. They don't subscribe to the service, so they just use the bike. So you've got a $2,000 stationary bike that you probably could have spent $300 on. And I know a lot of people are in that situation as well. So um, again, Amazon and Nike are looking. I, I think if you're going to get a purchase, you're going to get it this week. And my guess is that nothing happens. Their earnings again are on Tuesday or Wednesday. The one that we're really looking at earnings for uh, is Simon Property Group. And that happens uh, after the bell today. If you remember on Friday, uh, I said if you can get in at this one under 140, I think that would be a good price. It's slipped on um, Friday from about 146 to uh, 141. Uh, it closed at 145 with all of the afternoon buying that happened in the NASDAQ. Uh, I'm sorry, in the in the market. Uh, this is a New York Stock Exchange one. But they do have a dividend yield of 4.55. So um, when you look at this one in TrendSpider, it's an interesting one because it hasn't been hurt by the January pullback as much as um, most others. Um, it's 52 week high is 171 set in November 18th of last year. So it hasn't been up there in those highs. It's been kind of floundering between the 160 and 140 mark here. Um, just so you know, the 52 week low is 96, but that was set. Oh, it was set, um, February 8th. Why is this? Oh, that was February 8th last year. Okay, that makes sense. February 8th last year. I was like, ooh, it's only the 7th. But it was one year ago that this was at its 52-week low. So if you're looking at it at 144, do we think that it could bounce up to um, 147 or 170? Let's look at it. I'm loading it again. I want to pull in some... Uh, some of the volume indicators for where it was when it was trading at this level um, back in October. 
and if we look at that there's quite a bit of volume shelf setting up right now so essentially the volume shelf is right at 145 146 uh, all the way up to there's another shelf at 151 so this one very well may be going up to the 151 range um, I would look for good earnings from here um, I, I would look at possibly supply chain coming in here too when you look at these around the dividend times it does take a dip around dividend um, the last earnings it gapped up from 149 to 154 so we could be looking at something of that sort again I think if you play this one uh, in my mind if it does get closer to that 140 level I think you can start nibbling on this one earnings are this afternoon so there's not a ton of uh, price in this one that I would say yeah go after it um, they're probably going to announce dividend um, they probably had a, a good fourth quarter when I go back to this time last year and I look at their earnings report it was February 8th of last year um, it shot that was their 52 week low and it just kept going higher and essentially you got a buy on February 9th from the positive earnings at 97 and you wound up selling out at 112 um, and essentially you probably would have been better off just holding it out there but in this one um, again this one is not a fluctuation kind of play I think this is one where you play to get in uh, you hold for the dividend if you'd like um, this one's a fairly stable property um, that that looks to be trading in that um, 130 to 170 range so uh, you play this one for the dividend to four four and a half percent dividend yield um, they're, they're gonna pay it they've paid it all the way through the pandemic so they didn't stop paying this dividend um, this is a good company that you can get in here I think this is a good I've held this one for long term uh, in my in my portfolio uh, I don't hold it now and that's why I was looking at it to get in it so that's why I shared it so that is one that I'm looking at. The other one for earnings is Under Armour. Uh, they report this week, Under Armour reports on Friday. And if we look at that, the symbol is UA. And you can see it has been beaten up in the past month um, significantly. It is down trading at the 1643 level and they report on Friday. Um, last time you saw this one they gapped up on earnings from 19 to 21 I haven't started doing a lot of the uh, fundamentals breakdown of this one I saw that they're reporting reporting earnings uh, so you know my pretty much my outfits uh, consist almost exclusively of Under Armour at this point um, I'm a big fan when I just look at this chart I see a ton of gaps here and I see the uh, the MACD just crossed. We had a buy. It looks like on January 31st at 15.90. I'll post this one up um, so you can see the chart. Fundamentally, though, I don't know too much about these guys. I do know that if you used our algorithm to buy it over the last 1,000 candles, you made 26% versus just holding it made you 7%. So I think this is a good one for the volatility that you're seeing, specifically in this retail play. Um, I think Under Armour's a, a good one. They've had some some liquidity issues. They've had some some sales issues, um, but 
I'll do a little bit more on the fundamentals of this one. I want you to keep an eye out for this one because again, they report on Friday and what you're seeing is this one kind of trade with the market right here. Uh, it was brought down from November all the way into January. There was a little bit of a fake out at the end of December and then it just got you out. The last four or five of these has been uh, bad. There is a gap here at 17 that looks like it's dragging up towards. Um, if I look at the last time it was trading in this range, which was all the way back in July, um, not even July, July didn't get this low. So you're going all the way back to, yeah, it looks like you're going all the way back to February of last year and February of last year it's quite a big volume shelf here at around 18 so in my mind I think the market's going to be looking at 18 on this one uh, if we look at their PE we'll just quickly look at their PE um, it's 63 so you're looking at quite a high PE value on this one uh, even at these lower levels of $16 it's going to open up probably around 1650 or so. In my mind, I think you could get this one on a pullback probably at 15 or so if we see a pullback this week at any time during the day, like we've seen drastic pullbacks. Um, I think that's the, the next one. Again, the three earnings that we're looking at this week are Under Armour, Simon, and Peloton. Um, Simon reports after the bell today. Peloton uh, reports either tomorrow or the week after, or the day after. And then Under Armour's Friday. So let's look at some of our, our stuff from last week, which is Cleveland Cliff. Um, Cleveland Cliffs, which is an iron ore company. I'm going to drag this over on TrendSpider to their last earnings call. Um, Cleveland Cliffs reports on... Um, oh, let's pull this out there. Um, Cleveland Cliffs reports on February 10th, which is 8, 9, 10, Thursday. So uh, this one looks like it's it's holding up pretty well. The MACD is, is up there. The RSI is at 54, so it's still not overbought. It's not oversold. Um, the squeeze looks good. Um, technically, I, I, I think we're setting up for a pretty good run here. It looks like it's leveling off around the 1880 mark. Um, let's look at, uh, on after hours here. Um, it's trading at 1916. So you're looking at a, a pretty good run up here, um, prior to earnings. Uh, d there's no gaps here that I can see other than some around the 21 level. But again, I think, you know, anything under 19 on this one at this point, um, you could play to a 21 or $22, uh, realm. Uh, if I'm looking at their earnings, there's a pretty large volume shelf here around between 20 and $20 and 60 cents. Um, the next volume shelf is at 22. So if you're looking at people who purchased this around October 22nd, the last time they had earnings, um, till now you're looking at a lot of people. The majority of people are in the red. Um, so they're not up on this one. That's going to tend to probably bring this stock up a little bit. Again, earnings is one of those catalysts where you don't know what they're going to say. You don't know what they're exactly going to do, but um, that's a good one. Um, let's look at Ford. 
Ford over the weekend um, announced that they are halting their production based on the chips. It's worse than what they even said on their earnings call. So you're going to get a significant discount to this one. Again, their PE ratio is four. Um, they have significant debt issues. You're looking at around 1780, this one opening up at. Um, I, I think you could probably hold off. It's, it's day range was 1752 to 1856. In my mind, with the bad news, I think you're looking at closer to $17 on this one. Um, we're not playing this one necessarily for a pop at any time. I think this is a hype call, and I think specifically Jim Cramer on CNBC hypes this one all the time. Um, when I look at this one, this is one that I would probably get into, hold it at 17 and wait for it to go up to 20 Take your 10% and be perfectly happy because I think they will announce something and that's going to be a good thing. So um, they'll they'll be going up at, at any point. In my mind, I, again, I think that's a, a real possibility on this one. So you've got Ford. You've got um, Simon, SPG. You've got uh, Peloton. You've got Under Armour. And we just looked at Cleveland Cliffs. I'm trying to see if there's anything else. Let's look at a chart of the Q's. Um, Q, Q, Q. Because they were just trading over their 200 day. So let's look at a daily chart of the Q's. And if we pull this up, they're still not trading above their 200 day. So um, it got up there and it traded on Thursday. Um, February 1st, February 2nd. Um, so that's, yeah, sorry, that's Friday, Thursday, February 2nd in the afternoon. It was a red candle, so it was down overall, um, from where it opened, but it, it was, a, doesn't matter. It's a red candle, but it trades over the 200 day. Um, you've got the 50 day coming in on that one. Um, I don't like the way that the 50 day is coming towards the 200 day. I think you're looking, if you do get a death cross, that would indicate to me a bear market. If we pull it back to where it was trading this range last time, which is June of last year, uh, you are looking at a volume shelf hitting right here. So there, there's nothing that's going to necessarily draw this one up. This one's going to be a news-related um, draw up, not necessarily a technical draw up on the daily on this one. Um, I do see that you're oversold a little bit at 43, so that could be a catalyst for it. Um, one other thing that I wanted to talk about was seasonality. And on TrendSpider, again, one of the big things that I like is they draw this seasonality chart, and I can put a copy of this um, we'll go back to December 2002. So for the last 19 years on QQQ, the seventh week, you were up 74% of the time. And that is the number one. I'm sorry. Last week was up 75% of the time. But this week is one of four or five weeks that you've gotten the 70s over the past 20 years. Um, let's look at SPY for this same seasonality because TrendSpider and myself posted this last week. But if you look at this SPY, 
again, SPY is um, the S&P tracking fund. Um, so the 500 companies versus the triple Qs, I think it's the top 100, the NASDAQ 100. Uh, this is the top 500 companies for S&P. When you look at week seven, which we're in right now, 89% over the last 19 years, 89% of the time this week is positive. Doesn't tell you how big positive, doesn't tell you that it's definitely going to because it's nine times out of 10. So there's that one time where it does wind up down. But seasonally, that's a pretty good identification of, of what happens. And again, the majority of this probably means that uh, it's earnings. And for the last 19 years, you've had pretty good earnings reports, uh, pretty good guidance, not bad things to start the year off. Um, you did have like week three in SPY was 35% was positive. And that's usually because the first couple of weeks you take um, the, the new year hangover. People are buying, buying, buying because they just sold to for some tax loss harvesting. So you do have typically a third week that's, that's usually bad. Um, but again, week seven, 89%. I'll take it. So again, my point is this, if you're going to buy, if you're going to readjust, this is probably not a bad week to look at either your plan and identify is your plan to buy? Is your plan to sell? Are you reevaluating everything? Um, you know, my, me personally, I'm reevaluating my, my uh, retirement, my retirement portion of my, my uh, portfolio. And looking to do that because there's no tax-related events. Um, I'll look at other ones. But it does look like we're going to open up um, significantly, not significantly higher, but with a lot of stocks that are up. Ethereum's up 3.5%. Um, Bitcoin's up almost 5%. Um, you're looking at uh, the ARK funds are up just under 1% each. Um You've got Baba that's down again. Um, but you are looking at, you know, a, a good opening. And Palantir up one and a half percent. QCLN, it does look like some of these high flyers that have been hurt are coming out uh, positive. Um, in the f just reading some of my notes again, um, month to date, uh, energy and financials are leading, ironically. It's only the seventh day in the month, but they're uh, they're leading. They led in January as well. Uh, a lot of the thought is when you look at the XLE, uh, that's super super high. Um, it doesn't look like it's it's triggering a buy. It doesn't look like it's triggering a sell. It's just continuing its its way up. When you look at the XLF, same exact thing. Uh, I'll post both of these. Let's look at the XLE. The XLE is significantly overbought at a 66 level on the RSI. The MACD is significantly up. Um, the 9 and the 21 are super straight up. The 50 is super straight up. The 200 day is positive. So you're looking at the XLE. You're buying at 52 week highs, but it's up there and it's good. Um, the XLF is a little bit different. The XLF just came off a low of 38 uh, and is now trading around 40. So uh, percentage-wise, these aren't going to move as much, but your RSI is at 59, so it's slightly slightly in the overbought column. Um, the MACD is right on the oscillator, so 
it's moving up there. Uh, I do expect to see this one continue up. Uh, I think the regional banks are a better uh, buy uh, to take advantage of the rate hikes. Um, again, if we have seven this year, that's a lot. And if they do a half point in March, um, you're going to see this market react to, to that one. And it probably won't be good. I think a lot of people will do a lot of the um, panic like we saw in January. But that's it. If you have any other questions, if you have any other needs, you want me to look at a stock for you, just let me know. Uh, hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on uh, Medium. Follow our blog post. Subscribe to TrendSpider. Have a great day. Thank you.